Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Our heroes went undercover to save their friend Prince Mudbutt at his own coronation, but his dead father came back to life and is trying to kill him. Will Mudbutt survive his father's ambush? Can our heroes stop the dead king's return to life? Will Mudbutt have to burn down his kingdom once again? Find out next on Dum Dums and Dragons. The wizard was going to grant me immortality, you fool. You ruined it for everyone. And now I shall live again. Uh... <laughs> Shit! You've got Deathmonger, you're back at your throne. We move to the demon. She's going to turn to you since you're Captain, like... Well, take your shot. I got my shield oh, up. Ready for you, ho. Captain America over yeah, here. Yeah, Captain America over Captain here. Moonhammer. She is going to throw a magic missile at you. Yeah, good luck getting past my shit automatically. Hits. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> she whips four magic missiles at you. Uh, they dart out of her hands, and uh, she'll hit you for ten points of damage. <laughs> I, I thought you were a demon, <laughs> not just somebody's grandma. <laughs> well, to be technically, I guess you put my aunt, but... <laughs> creatures that would normally be going right now all got nuked. Uh, Quinny. <laughs> He's going to have to fight his way through some shit over there on that throne. I've got my boots of striding and springing, which give me three times my jump distance. Sure do. I'm going to try and see if I can cover the gap from the stage door, just vault off a table and make it up to the throne. He's going to a dog's purpose with a table. Yeah. <laughs> roll me a, roll me an athletic check, sir. Or acrobatics, rather. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that is a total of 11. As buttholes like, get the fuck away from me. You're already running. Yeah. And uh, as you, like, jump up onto the table, all the, the zombies around you just burst into ash as you run. Sweet. Uh, and then you, you spring with the bionic man, like... But you make that sound. Of course I do. It's just you. The boots don't make any noise. And you land beside Mudbutt on the throne. Can you roll me a sleight of hand check? 22. You land into a shoulder roll. You come up swinging the mug around twice and sliding it into your pocket. Oh, awesome. I don't want that mug to get lost in the fold here. <laughs> I got your back. Uh, I take out my plus one silver short sword because that seems prudent. Surely it does. Is there anyone that I can attack that's like near Mudbutt? You do see Lee Diddle and Ogre starting to move towards the throne. All right, if they're within striking distance, I'll strike him down right now. Glee Diddle is within striking distance. I'm going to go for Glee Diddle. Aw, man, I liked him. A total of 11 to hit. That will hit. Okay, so... 22 damage. You gut poor Glee Diddle, but uh, of course there's no blood, there is only ash. Hmm. And he seems to give you kind of a slightly curled lip, butlery, like, hmm, as he fades to, to ash and collapse. I, I'll bet your favorite bread is in the afterlife there, little fella. So now I gotta get the drink. <laughs> <laughs> the worst day ever. Augury's up next. She comes in and throws herself at Mudbutt. Okay, she will hit... And she'll do you five points of damage. She looks very confused. All of this seems to make no no sense to her, and it, there's almost a, a desperation in it. Alan, you are up. All right, I am very upset that someone else threw a magic missile at 
our team. <laughs> <laughs> so I will, I will respond in kind, attacking what's-her-face demon with four of them. I'm casting that at level two. 13 total damage. The magic missiles blast and bounce off the thing, and it turns to look directly at you. What? It takes damage, but it kind of looks at you and, and grins. You punched some holes in a Terminator. You didn't shoot like a security guard. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, uh, <laughs> I honestly thought this was just going to be a fun party. Uh, <laughs> Great. We're here for you now, my but it's okay. I whisper in his ear with thaumaturgy, and I'm like, next time listen to the voice in your ear. Uh, now you tell me. <laughs> so, um... Next up, we've got a swarm. So is it that if they're in your radius, they can't approach you, or is it just all undead? It's a weird spell in that it appears to just be a one-shot. Like, they don't specify that it keeps the 30 feet going. It seems to just right, clear yes. that 30 feet. Yeah, it's like a, a shot. Yeah. Wave. Okay, cool. The swarm at the table just north of you will start making its way towards you. So they'll approach you. Okay, they fail to get past your, your mighty armor. They're just, like, stabbing at you with, with forks and knives and anything at hand. Um, and you can almost see the, in their eyes that they're pleading with you uh, for something you know not what. Yeah, they want to die. Everybody keeps saying thank you when I murder them, so <laughs> it's going to take a wild guess. Uh, That's what they're hoping uh, for. The next swarm is the tables in the northwest area. They're going to uh, rush towards Mudbutton Quinny. Oh, Christ. Get ready, your highness. First table swarm attacks Quinny, fails to hit. Ooh. And then we've got two on Mudbutt. Neither will hit. The third one will start walking towards butthole at the center. Shit. Yes. <laughs> uh, top of the round, Grime Bottom. So Grime Bottom kind of like snarls and looks to you, Mud Button. He says, The wizard had promised me immortality. If you hadn't burned the buildings, I would have had it. Then I would have had no use for any of you. And he kind of reaches out both of his hands and uh, starts to sort of like pull energy around him. And two of the swarms start screaming and kind of like, disintegrate into ash. The ash kind of surrounds his arms and he starts to bulk up. <laughs> That's new. <laughs> Your dad wow. couldn't do that before? No, no. <laughs> hold on, hold on a sec. So, alive dad never did that. I don't think you're my dad. When's my birthday? November 13th. God damn it. <laughs> that was a lucky guess. Ow! And then, like, I'm still, like, like the, like, yeah, the guard is, like, I'm just, like, I'm kind of, like, dodging what he's doing. I'm just like, ah! Grimebottom uh, kind of lifts off, and the, the armor plates start bending and crack as his uh, muscles and bulk oh, no. uh, begins It's a super out. shredder. <laughs> Butthole, you're up. Looking at 70-something zombies, a demon, and this gigantic mud butt dad, this seems like a really bad room. <laughs> it's a bad scene, man. In. So I'm going to yell to the rest of the room, mud butt Quinny, back door! Alan, front door. <laughs> How far away are we? am I from the front door? Is it 30 feet away? I'm going to disengage from the swarms I am battling, and I am going to dash to the front door. At the front door, can I take Moonbringer out of a locker, or do I need to like punch my way through a locker or something? I'm going to make a roll strength check, but yeah, you can... Nice. Okay, yeah, I want to try to get Moonbringer out of here, because this, this fucking sucks. 17 total. You can feel it start to bend. You feel like one more successful check. We'll probably do it. Fucking tits. Okay, I hold my <laughs> shield towards the door, and I've still got Hugh, but I'm like trying to I'm trying to bash it with like the, the butt end of Hugh, and it's yep. like half given, and I yell, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and then I, 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 I snarf into the distance, like full volume, like, snarf, 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 and, and I hear nothing. <gasps> fucking, I have faith in that goddamn goblin. We'll check on him on our way out the back. But I see that my populace are... are bursting in the ash and I see my dad's hulking out and my aunt who I love has turned into some sort of demon and who I thought was my best drinking bud, the, the head of the guard, he's like smacking me up and my fear 
I, I, I just get so mad that kind of like my primal instinct just kind of takes over and I just go full berserk. And so I, I go into my berserker rage and can I add frenzy? Yeah, yeah, sure can. And But yeah, because there's that fear, my berserk goes to frenzy because I just don't know what's happening. Right. I'm so confused. Oh, man, I'm going to get fucked up beside this guy. <laughs> I'm so confused and I'm so angry that I just... I, I I let loose and I'm just and I'm just like just like words aren't even happening. It's just like <laughs> like the Tasmanian devil, just like and first my bud, the guard, he's he's gonna attack me again. Mm-hmm. So I wanna take care of him. Great. So I wanna attack him. Excellent. So your first attack will be reckless, I assume, which is uh gives you advantage because you're just you don't you don't give a shit if you get hit. You just I'm, wanna make some murder. Yeah, happen. yeah, murder's happening Great. right now. Uh so <laughs> um the amazing thing about uh, level five mud butt is he gets two attacks. Oh, yes. oh beauty! Plus nice. he's frenzied, which means he can use his bonus action to attack again. Oh wow! Okay. So we got three big swings from uh, Deathmonger. Eleven. So I believe plus eight. Oh yes, that will hit. Now roll your second one. 18. Great. So what I'd recommend is roll your damage for those two. See if you can kill her with just those. And then if you need to, you can attack her again with your bonus action. So that's 18. 18. Roll your damage for your second one, please. (laughs) One. One plus eight. So nine. Nine. (laughs) 27 damage total. (laughs) 27 damage. Um, She's still up, but she looks pretty rough. Uh, You want to swing again? Yes. 17. Unfortunately, you miss with your third swing. Oh. So I think what you basically did was like you swing the axe twice and then screaming, you try and like crossbar her with it. Right. You know, the old uh, Darth Maul, uh, <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn nose bust. Yeah, hit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up is the demon. So the demon hears uh, the mighty scream behind it, but it's mostly looking at Alan now. Oh, when can I use like Richard? Anytime you deal damage. So if you want to add additional, well... It's too late now. But it's too late now, but yeah, in future, um, when you're dealing your damage, and it's like, and I'm adding my Richard damage. Oh, okay. So basically, Goblin Jr. can like help distract people in the fight, so it means okay. that Ryan's better at hitting them. Richard just flies in and all, you know, okay. skin talons. Yeah. Okay, because Richard right now, he's still just like, like, he's just standing by. He yeah, was dead three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, Richard's, Richard's putting a lot together yeah, right he's, now. He's, he's going through a lot. He's, he's, got he's a lot pretty on freaked plate. out. Alan, the creature snarls at you and uh, unleashes a ray of frost. Oh, fuck. Uh, which strikes you mightily, dealing eight points of damage. And your speed is reduced by ten feet until the start oh, of your next that's turn. that's not good for an escape. Uh, Quinny, you're up. All right, I'm immediately going to turn around and take out the leader of the guard that uh, Mudbutt is engaged with. Great, stabby, stabby. 15 to hit. Unfortunately, that will not hit. No, because a 17 didn't hit, so that makes sense. Yep, she's uh, she's well-armored. Then I turn to Mudbutt and I say, like, dude, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get to the bottom of this. By that, I beat the guts of everyone in this goddamn room. Can I use my last movement? Yep. I want to climb up. To the top of the throne. Cool. Uh, which brings us to the guard. Uh, she's going to attempt to hit Mudbutt, who is madly swinging the axe. However, she will miss. You can see there's almost some resistance in her eyes. It's almost like she's trying not to hurt you. Alan, Too bad you're, you're not getting any from this end. <laughs> okay, so we've got guys shuffling over towards to blocking our door again, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so what I want to do is cast a fireball. Can you describe what fireball does now that it's a brand new spell? Yeah, yeah. So time. I shoot like a bright streak of flame from my mm-hmm. fingers like mm-hmm. a, to a point like 60 feet away. And then it basically erupts into a fireball with a 20-foot shit. radius. And it nice. does a shit ton of damage. It does like 8d6 
fire damage on a hit, okay. and it'll do 46 fire damage on fail. I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but are you sure you don't want to hit the demon and the hulking giant? Well, I just, I don't know, I don't know how to hit them and not hit mud butt. Fair enough. <laughs> I have one D6. Carry on. <laughs> and that's why I wasn't telling you how to do your job. So 22 So, damage. um... Two of the groups do manage to kind of dodge out of the way. Unfortunately, the blast is so powerful that it still uh, reduces them to cinders. Nice. So all three groups are destroyed. Okay. Great. I just point at Alan and point over my shoulder, <laughs> and I'm like, why does nobody listen to me about the door? <laughs> oh, and I'm going to um, use my bonus action mm-hmm. to misty step to the door. <laughs> Richard! <laughs> Uh, excellent. I disappear and I reappear. You reappear. Uh, there's like a, a, a puff of frost off your breath, yep. but it doesn't matter because so misty. And I lean over my shoulder and I'm like, okay, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to the swarms. So the ones that are fighting Mudbutt and uh, Quinny, I'm going to give them disadvantage because they're trying to like get at you. That's what I'm hoping for. Thing. But two of them are going to go after you since you climbed. Two ones. Oh, Two excellent. Ones. Yep. They really don't want to hit you. And um, the other swarm fails to hit Mudbutt as well. We're untouchable, Mudbutt. This, this armor is great. We're already <laughs> kings. <laughs> oh. uh, Mudbutt, always in a good mood, even if the ghost of his dad is trying to murder him. <laughs> Top of the round, Grimebottom uh, has successfully consumed those swarms, and uh, the, uh, the walls of the building begin to turn to ash as well and sort of start... Pulling towards they never actually rebuilt the town. God damn it, we got to get out of here. Jeez. I just sit there and smugly, I'm like, told him to go to the doors. <laughs> Moonhammer knew it. I Butthole hear that and, and I'm uh, like, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm like, go check on Goblin Jr., asshole. Uh, butthole, I'm you're right up. here. Uh, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, uh, I'm going to try to get fucking Moonbringer out of this goddamn shelf. <sighs> And I do a whole nine on my uh, strength check. It, it's loose. It's weak. You want to spend a point of inspiration to... Yeah, no. Checks? I need this holy power of moon hammer. I fucking fart like a motherfucker. And <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm just like, fucking, fuck! <laughs> it's your great and battle a, cry from yeah, days gone by. <laughs> fucking, I'm just adding more fucks as I get yep. older. <laughs> Uh, that's 16. So even though your hand slips off the lock the first time, the second time you, uh, you soundly hew the door off. Nice. I reach in and I draw forth Moonbringer. Oh, you feel so much better now that you have that hammer in your hand. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got my fucking hammer. I'm feeling great. I'm going to pass Hugh to Alan because it's a magical Whoa. axe and these are magical undead creatures. So I think this has got to be better than yep. anything else if they get close. <laughs> At the same time, I give it to her and I'm like, last minute. Keep, like, keep it the magic. <laughs> cool. Okay, so I uh, everybody's closing in on the other end of this room, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm getting back into a corner and I don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, we got to go, dude. We got to leave. Now, uh, I will point out, Mudbutt, you know this building because you've been in here before. The door beside the throne, Mudbutt, you know that leads up to the uh, royal bedchambers. Awesome. So I'm looking at Quinny across the room because I'm making the decision before I do this. I'm like, Quinny, <laughs> is this a last stand or regroup at the inn? And I shout back, fending off like the cutlery of a mob of creatures and stuff like that. I don't know. <laughs> Do I run or do I it's fucking make up? You're on team other side of the room. We're already outside. Do I run back in or are we leaving? If we're on opposite sides of the room, we're both on team other side of the room. Do you know what, Quinny? <laughs> I'm tempted to leave you. I'm tempted to just leave. What are you going to do without us? Survive, apparently. <laughs> you want to be smug? I can outsmug you. I'm fighting nobody. <laughs> Shit, well, uh, what am I going to say? Like, I'm trying to get him to go. 
Fuck. Okay, I, I'm what, 60 feet from combat from the dais or whatever? Yeah, you're 60 feet from the middle of the room, 120 from uh, your companions. <sighs> what do we do about this crazy fucking asshole barbarian? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn is it? It's me Stand right now. So I did, I did my strength check. I'm trying to figure out because I've still got movement. 30 feet of movement. So I can either run right into combat with no lead on them if we try to escape. Fuck, if you got all this freedom of movement, go out the front door, run all the fucking way around and help us in the back end. <laughs> All right, I'm following your advice, Quinny. <laughs> I'm going to run the He's going to die. I can't To clarify, you're doing laps. <laughs> do you know what? I'm just going to hold where I am for now and see how this plays out. I'm sure. hoping they'll go. And I yell at Quinny. I'm like, please go out the kitchen and please grab Goblin Jr. if there's a corpse. I'm busy. <laughs> Mudbutt, you're up. <laughs> God, this is awful. It's an awful situation. <laughs> so, I, so I'm battling my best drinking buddy, who I've almost killed. I there's this Satan, the devil, is in the middle of the room and is launching magic missiles. My dad, who's turning into a giant dick, literally, is is like hulking out and he's like taking the whole building down with him. So uh, I know you mentioned before that I know that there's a bedroom upstairs. <laughs> So Adam knows that <laughs> running upstairs is the worst thing you can do in like a horror movie. <laughs> Mudbutt is like, <laughs> he's enraged enough that he knows that like he needs to take out this person and, and get some ground. So he wants to take out the guard, maybe swing at some other like zombies that are in his way. You can actually redirect all those attacks. So you could try it. There's three swarms and the guard you could hit two swarms in the guard. So I'll, I'll do that, and then uh, and I want Richard to attack the guard again, and then I just want to grab my buddy, and I want to book it upstairs. I want to be like, like, let's go. Like, let's get the hell out of here. And we, and we run up to the royal bedchamber. Okay, roll your attacks. Okay. So, so do the guard first, because she's the scary one. All right, scary guard. 20? Natural 20. You just chop her directly in half. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Chunk. She says, uh, as she turns to Ash, I always loved you. Uh, what? what? <laughs> no, wait, come back. Oh. <laughs> Cheese. Uh, great. So you've got swarms left and right of you. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> so then I roll. That's 11. Plus. Um, yep, that'll hit with all your stuff. Oh, there you go. Roll your uh, d12 for damage. Seven. Plus. And you've got some extra five. damage. So there. yes. So it explodes. Just you just sweep. So so like two swings. It's like, like pop, take pop, out pop, my pop, best pop, friend. Pop, pop. She loves me. Grr, I wish you would have told me sooner. Then I take <laughs> out the next one. Grr, like the swarm goes yeah, you away. Just, you just like hack a straight line through all eight of them. They they fall apart. Wow. And then uh, so then the pathway is clear. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the responsibility of kingship that is kind of swarming through me. But I I, I kind of know it's like. Ah, like, you know, live to fight another day. And then I, I summon Richard with a quick, like, doot, doot, and, uh, <laughs> and he's like, Ta-da! I, I grab, I grab Quinny. Can I like physically grab Quinny? Like I grab him like, like the scruff of his neck. Sure, yeah. Oh, not again. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's like, like, wow, let's go. And then I, I, I book it out the door to go up to the Royal bed chamber. Okay. Awesome. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? 
Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows. You can get ad-free feeds. You can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows. You can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. Can I throw an action in here? Uh, sure. I want to drop one of my uh, alchemist firebombs on the ground as we go through the door. Go. Cut off our pursuers. Oh, yep. ninja vanish. Okay, so yeah, there's literally like, I just dropped the equivalent of like a Molotov cocktail behind us. Oh, nice. And just everything just catches on fire nice. in the doorway. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so I'm going to break us out of initiative order because uh, it seems like you've kind of made, made your appropriate escapes. You yeah, guys. we've definitely split the party. <laughs> yeah. Butthole and Alan, you are at uh, the front of the building, I assume, leaving? I, I, yeah. At this point, I am slamming the door shut. And then I'm booking it back around to the rear entrance because I want to see what's going on with Goblin Jr. Okay, great. Uh, halfway there, you were met by Goblin Jr., who, who snarfs a, a couple times at uh, at you that uh, Ramsey uh, helped him get out. And I kiss that dog so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I kiss him right on the mouth. Uh, and I hug him, and I feel whole again. <laughs> great. From the outside, you can see the building is is starting to disintegrate. Not all at once, but uh, it, like a sand dune being slowly blown away. Honestly, I just feel so relaxed that Goblin Jr. is okay. <laughs> like, I, I was not equipped to handle the rest of this event. If I'd found a dog body and couldn't revive him, like, this would have been, I would have been like, Fuck it. <laughs> just walked away. <laughs> just tear up your But now we got to worry about, about our, our friends. So, yeah, so we're, we're running around the western side of the building. Yes. So, closest to where the bedchambers yeah, seem gonna to be leading. Yeah, I was close around that way. Cool. Um, we know they're, they ran up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I, I just looked at Alan. I'm like, sauce? Sauce? Do we do we have Worcester Chire sauce? Uh, sh- I don't have any on me. Quinny had it. Don't you have Fuck. some on your dog? Fuck. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, there's some of the dog. Okay, so I'm like, I, I don't know what the sauce does. And I'm like, do you have any sauce? And Alan's like, I don't know. And Gumdur's like, snarf, snarf. And I'm like, this is why we keep you around, bud. Uh, and so I take it, a bottle and I give a bottle to Alan and I take a bottle and I'm like, Alan, this is magic. I'm a gut guy. What do we do? What? I mean, I'm not here, but what? Because <laughs> this is clearly a level of magic. No, wait, didn't we? Who, who, someone drank some before and nothing happened. Um, the sauce doesn't seem magical to you at all. Okay. Uh, but staring at it, you are uh, reminded of poor Uncle Jim Jim, who you left tied up yeah. on the edge of town. Jim um, Jim did, because he, he did say, when things go wrong, but he go said, to him. But he said, bring Mudbutt. This mud is butt. why we were going to put yeah. him in a barrel. But Mudbutt, listen, I liked the guy before. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'll also point out that all the buildings that are starting to turn to ash were all absolutely pristine. The only building you've seen so far that looks in any way touched by fire is the inn. What's the inn? Ooh. The inn is real? Must be. Okay, so great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Should we go? Do we go? 
Like okay. we were at the end and didn't have a solution, but all lot of other <laughs> magic shit's leaving. Like the Worcestershire sauce is real, <laughs> guys. <laughs> so Alan, do you know what? I know what we need to do. And I kneel down. <laughs> okay. And I just pray like a motherfucker. Uh, what are the two options? We got to get back inside that building. We don't need to go to Jim Jim's. <laughs> we got to solve this. Moonhammer says the answer is with Mudbutt, honestly. Jim Jim's probably okay. Maybe? I don't know. Fuck. I'm, I'm, just, stuck I'm, in, I'm just stuck in my bed. I'm going around to the kitchen entrance and I'm going into this fucking building to get mud. I fucking prayed. I, I'm tempted due to your human interference, but right. I believe in the goddess. So you, uh, you enter the kitchen uh, and you see uh, Ramsey is sort of on the ground convulsing and um, bleeding from his nose and everything else. He's starting to turn to ash. He says, did you find your dog? And I say, yeah, he's right here. Goblin Jr. <laughs> Goblin Jr. is like, sniff, sniffer. Then, and I'm uh, like, <laughs> Ramsey, you did great, man. You did great. But they're after Mudbutt. How do we save him? Get him to Jim Jim. And he fades away into ash. Ah, crap. Okay, okay. He died doing what he loved, saving Goblin Jr. <laughs> the best sous chef he ever had. Listen, I'm going to make this guy a fucking statue later, but we're, we got to go. So I'm like, Alan. Oh, shit. Alan, do you have Featherfall? No. I don't. I'm sorry. I, I didn't prep it today. Oh, well, that's, that's convenient. Uh, <laughs> shit. Okay, we got to build a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> Cut two upstairs. Uh, so you guys are running up the stairs. Uh, you set off your Molotov behind you. Um, the walls are starting to uh, to shake and kind of uh, fall to dust. Mm-hmm. So there's basically there's two there's two floors you can go to. Uh, the first floor is uh, Mudbutt, where your old room was. My um, card. Is this what you brought us here? <laughs> Mudbutt. This is not the kitchen. No, but it's my room. But there's all kinds of stuff in my room. It's it's great. Mudbutt. Look around you. Nothing here is real. <laughs> No, not my pogs. <laughs> I collected them all. Them all. <laughs> On this floor, there's um, Augury's chamber, there's um, Burlap's chamber, and there's uh, Mudbutt's. And on the third floor, there is uh, the King's quarters. Uh, all right. Okay, so hear me out, okay? We got to go to my dad's room. Yeah, why? And- because, um, okay. Would there be, say, some sort of like secret escape? For in the king's room? There surely would be. All right, look, listen. My dad was kind of a, you know, plan in the head kind of guy. I can tell. Obviously. So, <laughs> so he, there's a secret escape in, in my dad's room. And where does it go? It basically leads to um, sort of a secret tunnel that will lead you out the back. So get to my dad's room, go down the tunnel, get the hell out of here, and then we just think. Okay? Then we just think really good, and then, and then we'll think of something, Right. Well, all right, Mudbutt. That's not a bad plan, actually. Go right, let's go. Okay. And uh, Mudbutt, what's the, the one place you've always felt safest? Oh, we should go to Jim Jim's. Oh, we should go to Jim Jim's. Jim Jim would know what to do. That's a great idea. Have you? Do you know Jim Jim? Uh, yep, let's go. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, well, you're drunkenly stumbling around your, your father's room. You, you certainly found the uh, sort of uh, secret exit that um, all good rulers have. There's one that leads down to the throne, um, which obviously you don't want to take. Let's uh, take that one. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any cool, like, royal shit? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, Queenie's got his vices, and it would be irresponsible of me not to... <laughs> Yes, uh, when you're as you're you're rushing through the room, uh, you see a, a goblet that looks mm-hmm. like it would fetch quite a good price. It's it's impeccably well made. All right, as you pick it up, it turns to ash. Ah! <laughs> you see some great gems. <laughs> they look like they would be worth quite a lot of money. And I reach out 
It turned to ash. Son of a bitch. It's <laughs> oh, your worst this nightmare. This is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, there was uh, okay. So because it was my dad's room and I was going through it before, I found an old diary of his. Does that turn to ash? It starts to, but you can quickly flip to the uh, the passage that you want to quote. Cause okay, because I, I didn't finish it because I was really drinking and mm-hmm. eating a lot. But I, because my dad was like saying like, oh, you did this. I want to get to the end of the book. Mm-hmm. And just kind of flip through it and see if, like, this thing is really my dad and if it actually planned this. So he's flipping through it like I did that book we found earlier. Yep, he right. sure is. So he's uh, put me down and I'm like... Now is not the time for reading! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I grab the book and we're and I, I activate the secret door to get yep. to the tunnel. And I'm kind of just, like, running. And uh, you're now kind of, like, on my helmet, like, clinging okay. on. Sure. And... I am now steering you. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're steering me, and I'm, I'm just trying to read as I'm running down the yeah. stairs, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, can you roll me a perception so check, please? Useful. 18. Normally, this would be incredibly hard to read, but since most of Mudbutt's time has been kind of in a shaky cam style of life, <laughs> being so just clear. drinking and stumbling around, he's like, oh, this is fine. Oh, <laughs> this is a really good writer. Comfortable way to read. <laughs> Yeah, as you you flipped through, um, unbeknownst to you, Grimebottom had discovered that he was in fact dying and had been given uh, very little time left to live. Uh, and suddenly, the, with the specter of death looming, he became uh, increasingly paranoid, whether it was the sickness or just fear of death. Um, he started contacting all manner of uh, sort of shady fe- uh, characters, including the wizard who came to Winchester. Now, you, of course, remember this wizard greatly because this was the wizard that gave you the torch and possibly charmed you into believing that you could o- the only way to save Winchester was to put the torch to it. Your father, as it turns out, in the handwriting is getting increasingly manic and crazy struck a deal with the wizard uh, who promised him immortality at the tremendous cost. The cost isn't specified. Uh, it seems your father wrestled with this decision for a bit because the cost was truly horrible before finally deciding yes to do it. On that same day, you put torch to building. The journal cuts off the day that you, you burned the castle. So it's legitimate. And I guess the book now dissolves in my hand once I finished it. And so, uh, you, you as as it starts to uh, dissolve, you quickly flip back to the first page, which was the one you you read when you first started flipping through it. it says, "Today is the greatest day of my life. For today is the day my son was born." Raw, <laughs> and then turns to ash in your hands. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so that, and then I'm I'm still booking. I just take it all in, and maybe there's just the slightest of a tear that appears mm-hmm. in the corner of my eye. But, like, no, nobody else sees this. I'm just kind of, like, quickly, like, Green, rub it out. roll a perception check? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 11 total. I don't think you see it. No. I'm too busy steering the dwarf. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> hey, you, got, you got the horns? Yeah. You're just kind of like, left, yeah. right, left. Exactly. Like, okay, okay. okay. No. Uh, great. So uh, you guys come out the other end, um, and you see uh, Butthole and Alan trying to, like, build a tarp with a cape. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, using the cape that Butthole gave himself. And I look at them, like, and I'm so, like, guys. We were ready for you to jump out a window. And I'm already like, what are you doing? All right. So I uh, I take one of the bottles of Worcestershire sauce and I pour it out and I scoop up some handfuls of Ramsey and just put them in the bottle. And then I'm like, we're good to go, man. And I put a cap on it and I hang it on Goblin Jr. Awesome. I'd like to point out that this is, I think, the first time the entire party's been together the entire yeah. time we've been playing. Yeah. Here we are in all our glory. I'm riding on top of you. They are pulling, stretching out a fabric, looking up. We're sewing a tarp. Yeah, sewing a tarp. Uh, so, yes, you, you bottle, you no bottle some Ramsey, um, and uh, you're off. As you start to run back towards um, the uh, Uncle Jim Jim's rum shack, um, the buildings are turning to ash around you, and out of the cathedral, there's kind of like a tremendous roar, 
and a fist punches through one of the walls and a a tremendous giant undead creature comes stumbling and crashing after you. Uh, This thing is about the height of the cathedral now. Oh, man. fuck. And it says, I will live. I shoot an arrow at it. (laughs) I'm like, I yell back in Thaumaturge and I'm like, you're pretty dead, bud. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, uh. you shut up. Here's our challenge. I mean, we're saying this as we keep going. We're oh, not going to yes. stop to like, whoa, what a cool show. The CGI looks amazing. Like, no, we're, <laughs> we're fucked. I lean over to Quinny and I'm, how fast is this guy moving at behind us? Like I peek over not, my shoulder. Not very. It's it's like basically uh, Grimebottom is uh, absorbing all of the, the buildings and shit around him. But it also kind of means that with each step, he's kind of having to reform. Think like Clayface trying to run quickly. Okay. It's so like, he's think, like, we can, we can get clearly get there ahead of him. Yeah. Cause I was like, otherwise I was going to say like, Quinny, you and I got to peel off and we got to just like distract this giant bastard. But otherwise let's just try to get Let to the rum shack and yeah. we'll figure this out. Yeah. So we're going to book it. Uh, we'll let Goblin Jr. Be a bit I'm of a in. guide in case there's any like, well, you know, even within the five of us, we'll put got probably Goblin Jr. And Quinny a little bit up front. So we're not going to like trip or whatever. I'm only as fast as the dwarf I'm riding. <laughs> oh, and, and Richard's also flying with me as well. Okay. Like he, he made it down the passage as well. I'm got like, it. oh, okay. So I pick up Alan and I put Alan on my shoulders. So everybody's got like a friend and we just keep running. And I'm like, Alan, steer. And I, I grab the bottom of my beard and I lift it up beside either of my ears. And I let Alan you steer me by the see. beard. <laughs> So can he. Don't knock it till you try it. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So we got the two dudes in armor carrying the other people who are steering, running to Jim Jim's rum shack. Just want to take a second to think about that sentence. That's a, <laughs> we lead great lives that that's a thing you were able to just say. Yeah. Currently, uh, you know the the party went late into the night. Uh, you know it's uh, probably like one a.m. ish, just past uh, just past midnight. Uh, it's dark all around yes, you. The, the party. And so, I just lean over to Mudbutt, and even if we're running and getting steered, and I'm like, man, I'm sorry about your party. It looked fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it was, oh, that shot looked really good. Do you know what? Oh, I'm glad we didn't eat like the food. It was deadly. Uh, oh, I, I, it was pretty good. Oh, does that mean the, is it ash? Dude, you're going to poop so much ash later. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. I never thought about that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I need to eat again? Does that like is that you fiber? Again? No, actually, it do means I need to drink? If they if they po- if they poisoned you, it'll be diluted by the ash. <laughs> oh, well, not all that bad. Then. <laughs> so you um, run up to uh, Uncle Jim Jim's run run shack, and you can hear him yelling like. Mudbot, is that you? So, hey, Jimmy Jim! From his, chained so, up in his bed chamber. Yeah, so I kick in Jim Jim's door, and I unmanacle him. And I'm like, fucker, how do we open that safe? Oh, thank God. Um, yeah, you've brought uh, King Mudbutt. It's good to see you again, my friend. And I casually sit down at the bar, and <laughs> I'm just like, hey, buddy, okay, so I'll get that buy one, get one special that you always get me, please. Uh, wait, do you want to order one or five? Oh, please. That's five. Jim Jim is very quickly like rattling out the drinks well, and, you gotta and, try and, this. and pouring <laughs> like them. the best rum ever. Jim Jim, um, focus. And I'm like, I take over pouring drinks. Great, I'm like, okay. over there, Jim Excellent. Jim. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry I could not uh, be of more assistance earlier. The, the enchantment was truly terrible. As you know, uh, Mudbutt loves this place more than anywhere else in Winchester, and the, uh, the evil wizard's spell could not convince him to burn down his favorite rum shack, uh, which is how my building survived. Uh, and he kind of like wipes some blood from under his nose and is like, ah, said, uh, did, did you, did you find the, the, the clues I left for you? And, uh, there's kind of a look of general sounds and he explains that, uh, he'd left all of the Worcestershire sauce at the party. Uh, all those bottles were filled with ash. 
uh, and had they they been poured, he was he was trying to leave clues for you. And I put five drinks on the table, and I say, Jim, Jim, that's great. Giant monster coming. How do we open the door? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, of course. I thought you'd want Fuck that mystery clues, solved. Man. Nope, this will be a great follow-up for once the giant monster's there. Vexed you. I'm yes. kind of interested. So what's with the word? I give done? Mudbutt five drinks. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. Great. Uh, so he says, uh, now, uh, Prince Mudbutt, as you know, there, there was a great prophecy uh, that in times of great need, the throne of bones would provide the king of Winchester with the strength he needed to persevere. I think it just did, didn't it? He's huge. Ah, <laughs> he is no true king of Winchester. There can be only one king, and that king is you, Mudbutt. Oh, me. You. Oh. You, the wielder of, de- of uh, Deathmonger. Oh, that's better. Okay. And of course... The one true heir to the throne of bones. And he slips off one of his boots. Uh, and you can see he has a false toe that is a very complicated key. Uh, and uh, he unscrews it and he says, I've been keeping this safe for you until the time was right. And he hobbles up the stairs. I audibly say gross. Yeah, that's weird, Jim. Yeah, 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 that's weird. Kind of that's weird. I run a rum shack. What do you want? Uh, he, I hope you uh, wash your hands before you like deal with your keys. Listen, I've seen the way you leave the bathrooms here. Oh, man, I Let's closely examined that point. disgusting lock. <laughs> I feel gross. So he puts it in, unlocks the door. There's a bunch of clicking mechanisms, and the door swings open to reveal the throne of bones made of the skulls of kings of yore. There it is. Jeez, they they said it burnt down. It was right there. Old, hey, wait a minute. How'd you get it over here? It was in the castle. Yes, well, the kingdom when the kingdom burnt down, I saved the throne, dragged it here, knowing that one day it might come handy. Sheesh. When the enchantment began, I knew they'd come for me, so I've holed up here inside my lovely rum shack oh, until these you. fine adventurers were able to find me. Okay, listen, I'm sort of torn between two things. One is get to the point, and the other is, okay, but if you were enchanted, why didn't you give them the key when you were enchanted? I don't know, you sort of fought it. This checks out. <laughs> I'm uh, pre- I've got two keys, okay? Let's just give them a break, all right? <laughs> uh, as the only living person... <laughs> My butt, the voice of reason. Yes. Uh, as the only living person in uh, Winchester, he explains that um, he was affected by the spell, but not in the same way as the uh, other townspeople. And once he realized that basically the fucking town just rebuilt itself next to him, he realized shit was getting shit was getting real. But okay, uh, so Mudbutt, go cl- climb on the throne. All right. <clears throat> basically, uh, Mudbutt, you, you sit down and you uh, you feel the uh, the throne begin to kind of rumble beneath your your muddy rump. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that at a couple of motels, too. (laughs) There's actually just normally coin operated. There's just three gnomes under there shaking it. (laughs) (laughs) uh... They call them coin operated gnomes. (laughs) (laughs) They Um, shake your bed for coppers. (laughs) So uh, the skulls uh, skulls begin to to rattle off and uh, you can feel them sort of like rolling around you and cracking and, and... uh, shifting. Looks like that scene from Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cheapen it. Don't cheapen this. <laughs> oh boy. And uh, they begin to uh, to form uh, armor around you. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you, you, feel, uh, you, you feel all of the uh, the ancestors that uh, obviously you never met, but uh, the, you feel the, the weight of, of kingdom uh, and uh, you feel yourself greatly empowered, possibly powerful enough to fight a giant undead motherfucker. God, I feel the wisdom of ages pulsing through my body. I know all sorts of stuff. I know where I left my wallet. <laughs> but I checked there. Anyway. Wow. Um, so, uh, Alan, from the window, you can see that uh, the horde is, is uh, marching towards you. Um, 
And uh, essentially the way this is going to work is I have uh, a diagram of Uncle Jim Jim's rung shack. I'm going to give you guys a few minutes to plan. There is an undead assault on its way. Oh, uh, man. And uh, you guys have to figure out uh, how you're going to defend against it. You guys have played enough uh, Call of Duty Nazi zombies. <laughs> We're going to be fine. <laughs> it's a very popular dice game in the Forgotten Realms. I know right. it sounds like a video game. It's, it's, it's dice and card-based. You have to place your units. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, encroaching waves of cards come at you. And sometimes you have to buy additional card DLC packs. Very yeah, convenient. and it's run by the evil wizard Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to focus up. Surprise, it is I, the Grand Wizard Bukaki. Our heroes spent several uninteresting minutes planning how they would defend Uncle Jim Jim's rum shack before electing Ryan to summate their plans. Go ahead. We're going to have a ring of fire that circles the building. We're going to use all the rum. We're going to leave a, a gap just at the door. Enough, wide enough for like one zombie to get through and still get singed, but probably one to come at us so that we can fight our way through that. We are going to board up all the windows on the ba- uh, bottom floor. We're going to close the ramp at the back and seal that fucker shut. Mm-hmm. We're going up at the top. We're going to rig up like a, a hanging section that Quinny can go to if he wants to do like sick Spider-Man <laughs> roof jumping <laughs> shooting stuff to go around. We're going to have a rig that's got Quinny's firebombs and his oil flasks and fuses. Then that's going to get set up upstairs in one of the bedrooms where there's a window that can be opened and Richard can go in and out. Jim Jim is going to be stationed there uh, with like to light stuff and kind of hand it to Richard. We're going to board up all the other windows on the top floor because we don't need those if we've got our Richard window. Right. We're going to put the blunderbuss on the bar because that's the closest thing to the ramp. So whoever's going down, if we've got to clear our way out the back and do that. Okay, the other thing we're going to do, knowing that there's a well in this place, I'm just going to suggest this knowing that villains are smart and this is a wooden building. Let's get as many fucking buckets and bottles of water and all that shit as we can. And let's just be ready to put out a fire if it starts. We'll also take uh, the tables and stuff like that and we'll stack those against the windows. So even if the boards come down, we're going to put as much weight as we can. Everything that's not being used for the fires, we'll use for that. Tom, how many bellows do you think I would find in this entire establishment? Two. Two? Okay. So I take one and I nail it to the top of the bar. I've filled it with flammable rum and I have a lit candle sitting in front of it. And I put uh, the second one on top of the bar and I nail it, the one of the levers to the bar. Uh, and I, it is full of rum with a lit candle in front of it. I think I should, I should be stationed up top though. Okay, we'll put Alan up top. Yeah. That makes sense because we don't want you to get hit with anything. No, and I want a good view. I'll put my five javelins near the window. So just in case we can like kind of poke people get stabby. back. But yeah. well, do you want your battle axe back? Hugh, I think it's I think this it's Mudbutt. It was a gift for him. Listen, I think uh, Mudbutt with an axe in each hand is a Mudbutt I like, uh, but that's up to him. Oh yeah, let me have it. All right, so <laughs> we'll yours. give Hugh to Mudbutt. I wasn't I wasn't totally thr- thrilled with Hugh before, but Hugh sounds like a good guy. So, is, I'll, uh, <laughs> all right, and is there any way for us to just seal this door to the bathroom? Yeah, sure. I just want to nail that fucker shut because I don't want to deal with those four windows and the. But the what if I zone. have to pee? Honestly, well. That's what your leg is for. There are so <laughs> many bedrooms upstairs. <laughs> Just pick one and take a poop. <laughs> I said pee. You pooped in like four of them. Oh, awesome. good. yeah. I didn't have any ideas. Okay, we I need to so designate a poo corner. Okay, so. <laughs> All right. This is the most Everybody important thing. go before we start, and then we'll seal up the bathroom. Okay, Even are... if you don't have to go, I want you to go in there and try. <laughs> there are eight rooms upstairs. One of them has the throne in it. We're not pooping on the throne. He's one of them is the throne as an amazing oh. armor of skull. Ooh. Okay, no, no, no. Let's leave the room that we could theoretically lock ourselves in that stone that no one can get into without a magical key. Let's not poop in there. Uh, Let's poop in the other 
Seven rooms. Got it. And not Jim Jim's bedroom. Thank you. Can you do me a favor? Yeah, sure. And I can't believe I'm about to ask this. Can you, before uh, we uh, seal up the washroom, can you bless the water in the latrine in the in the toilet? Oh, yeah. I can go around and make all this fucking water holy. Okay. Do uh, that. I, man, things I don't think of. <laughs> oh, Moonhammer. I don't even believe uh, in so this shit, I'm, but we've got an army of literal I'm gonna, ash I'm, zombie ghosts. I'm going to wander through and bless all the water in all the buckets. Okay. All, all the, the sh- just basically every bit of water. I'm going to bless the friggin' well, like I, whatever I need to do. I dip the tip of the blunderbuss into the water. You rapidly set about uh, securing Uncle Jim Jim's rum shack as best you can. Uh, as you see the, um, the tattered remnants of the undead horde uh, marching towards you, um, you can see that uh, the demon has uh, kind of redoubled its efforts to keep a number of the townsfolk alive and spry, and they seem to be the sort of first wave, and of course behind them all. The giant lumbering uh, monster that uh, was once Grimebottom. Nice. So I, I, I'd say we got we got our ring of rum, but like Mudbutt standing like a badass, just like surveying, and I'm just over his shoulder. And then I reach into my back pocket and I take some paint I found behind the bar, and I go up and I just in really big letters paint the word U, like the letter U, and then a big letter R, and then beside that I just paint three penises. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go inside to give Mudbutt his moment, and I give him, like, come back and I give him a torch. And then he's standing there, and right behind him it says, you are dicks. Uh, and he's got his torch, and he's just staring at them as they come in the dark, knowing when he drops that torch, like, game the fuck on. Uh, so the first wave looks to be getting within the sort of reach of the, the ring of fire. So I have, I have the torch uh, above my head, and that's, like, the signal. Like, when I drop it, yep. and everything, like, awesomely bursts into protective flame and hopefully not burn down the house. <laughs> then we go hold it. No, we were careful enough. There's, okay, a, there's a safety okay. zone and we poured some water. Like, we're not going to fuck okay, around so we, burning we did, down our we building. We did the math. It's like nothing going to burst into flames. Okay. And so I'm, 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 I'm holding it and then I, I almost think that I, I've locked eyes with like my father and I'm just like, like everybody ready? Ready. Sure. Yes. I'm ready. Snarf, snarf. <laughs> Let's do this. And then I drop it, and it goes whoosh. And then, like, like this music starts playing, like, and and like, all, like all the fire shoots up, and, and I'm kind of just like, I'm just like rocking my head a little bit, like. Nice. So I, I step behind Mudbutt at the door, and I pick up one of the javelins so I can stab over his shoulders if anything comes at him. And then we're waiting in the gap in the fire. Yeah, and I'm just like, bring it on. The first wave of, uh, of uh, zombies rushes directly into the, they weren't expecting the ring. The ring goes up, and uh, from behind them, uh, you hear Grime Bottom yell, no, you fools. Uh, but the first wave kind of almost throws themselves into the flames. Yes. Um, and then I put thaumaturgy on, and I yell back really loud, yes, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, and I, I like pass the mic of my thaumaturgy, <laughs> so like, Mud butt, and I'm like, say what you got to say, man. Get pissed off, it'll be stupider. Hey, look, listen. Uh, I kind of get the idea that you don't like being zombies, so uh, cleansing fire. Like, get out of it now while you can. <laughs> um, Jump in. So uh, you see a, a number of zombies uh, jumping into the flames. <laughs> uh, keep going. But um, as uh, as they do so, you note that um, uh, as they keep turning, like puffing into ash, that seems to be actually sort of muting the fire a bit. Oh, you, you're not sure how long your cleansing fire will and then last. I take the mic back from Mudbutt, and I'm like, okay, but like th- three at a time and space it out a little better. <laughs> yeah. There's no rush. Otherwise, <laughs> only some of you are going to die. Just kidding. We're going to kill all of you. Uh, Alan, Quinny, what are you guys doing? How far away is Demon 
shithole thing. Uh, Demon's <laughs> probably about 80 feet away at this point. Ooh, I can hit her with my crossbow. I would like to give a strong Maybe. thumbs up to Alan and propose to the group. Can we all just call it Demon Shithole for the rest <laughs> of the battle? I'm fine with that. <laughs> Sounds right. like a butthole name, but I'm glad it's an Alan original. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try firing at her it thing with um, my light crossbow. Okay. <laughs> Nine. Uh, that will not hit. Yeah. I'm gonna More try intimidation. It's <laughs> like I see you. I'm gonna try and fire off a shot from my short bow at the uh, demon. Okay. Demon shithole. <laughs> For a total of sixteen. And that will hit. Excellent. Five damage. Bolt uh, strikes the uh, the creature squarely in the, the shoulder, kind of hisses, yells something, um, and uh, the army surges forward. Cool. I made it mad. The, the, the <laughs> moment zombies start closing within 60 feet, I'm just going to start blue flaming over his shoulder along the little path. So I can tag anybody who's closing in on Mudbutt along our one, one zombie-wide path. So you see Grimebottom kind of stop, and he just like reaches into the ground, kind of like heaves a couple times. Uh, and he just comes up with a giant chunk of earth. He's going to hurl it at the building. And I just say, well, oh, fuck. fucking tits. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter. Our special guest and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Really, Big Monster? Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze. This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million BC? Where are we? Space? Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.